Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy football podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us. We are live. We're still trying to figure this out. But the good news is you can see me kind of blurry and John kind of fat. And uh, what, wow. more, what more would you wow. want out of uh, two podcasters talking fantasy football? So, John, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much, man. We are the uh, Bigfoot disease of fantasy football, if you will. Uh, the big problem with Bigfoot is not that he's so scary. It's just that he's actually blurry, just mm-hmm. like Dell. I am blurry. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. You could still see the big bald spots on uh, here on uh, my chin. I don't know why hair doesn't <laughs> grow there. But anyways, I think it looked great, Dell. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Thanks, man. So the streaming stuff isn't perfect, but we are on Periscope and we are live on YouTube Live. I think we should be. I don't know. If you're listening to us, who knows, John? Who knows what we're doing here? <laughs> But <laughs> we're having fun. If people are listening and watching now, I uh, just want to say thanks for uh, being a part of this. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to step up our game over here at Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh, we are going to continue bringing you top-notch content all the time. Maybe not top-notch intros. Uh, maybe we won't start them all with oops. <laughs> you know it's going to be a good show when the first word out of my mouth is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got some fun stuff for you today. We're kind of going to do a – how would you say this? Like a start-slash-sit hybrid episode mm-hmm. on people that you need to be targeting and people you need to stay away from. We'll go through a couple different position groups. But this is going to be a fun episode, so really excited. Glad that you guys are here with us. we got some good stuff. Yep, uh, and apparently on Periscope it says week four. Um, if you're listening to us, this is not the week four waiver wire episode. So, um, uh, what is this week six, right? Uh, that is correct. Week six, it starts. Let me just write that here on, uh, <laughs> yeah, just so people are clear. Um, my favorite part about this is you are getting a behind the scene, like actual thing of what happens when we usually record. We just cut all this. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, yeah, this is what happens. So, uh, just want to say welcome to week six, not week four. And we've got a lot of good stuff for you today. So again, Dell, get your shit together and let's roll. Let's do it. Um, okay. So a couple things guys, like John said, start, don't forget, go to over to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. It is a website for those that don't know. We have a uh, iOS app that gets uh, live updated episodes as they publish, and you can chat with us per episode. You go in there. It's, it's a fun little app. Uh, download it. Give us a rating if you like it. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see in the future if you are playing around with it, what you think would be suitable for a fantasy football podcast application. Uh, we will be rolling out Android sooner or later, Android sooner or later, as soon as we figure everything out. We're kind of going a million different directions at once, but the good news is we are growing but we're just yes we're like uh i don't know good analogy but we're kind of growing all at once so 
Um, yeah, so there you go. So anyways, John, we are talking sits and starts today. Uh, the bad thing about doing video is I'm very distracted because I have all this editing stuff up and I see like your face five times on my screen and I don't know how to minimize. You're any welcome, of these. by the way. I don't know you're how welcome. to, I, you seriously, you're on three screens and I don't know how, I don't know how to minimize any of it. The world needs more Chapman. That's all I'm saying. I do have a special treat though. I have a very Oops. special treat and this is going to be a quick episode. So we're going to kind of get through the good fantasy football stuff midway. I'm going to give you guys. A voicemail that was submitted to the uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy uh, hotline. Um, so, and I will give that number out if you guys actually let me give that number out now, just in case if anybody wants to. Uh, Do you know the number, Dale? I don't know it by heart, but I'm looking it up right now. ESF. It's uh, nope. I do not know it. Um, Jesus. So whatever. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> This is the best start of a podcast we have ever had, and it's live, and I'm so happy right now. It's about the energy. I'm so happy. It's about the energy. Okay. It's about the energy. So um, let's jump into it. I'm going to jump in for Dell here, okay. and, and kind of here's the goal. We're not going to be talking about the top-tier guys. Like if you have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, those types of guys, you're starting them. It's what it is. We're kind of looking in between the running back two, three, four, five. You know those type of deep spots that it, who should you start? Like who are these guys that should I have them on my bench or should I get them in there? And one of my plays I want to talk about this week, and this is an easy one. I feel kind of like cheap for choosing this one. Chris Thompson, um, running back for um, the Washington Redskins. I, I don't care who the quarterback is there. I don't care anything. They are playing. Miami this week, and this is the battle for the first overall pick. You have the two worst teams in the NFL. There's, I don't think there's much doubt. Uh, you know, Washington's already fired their head coach this week, but they don't know who their quarterback's going to be. It doesn't matter because their quarterback is going against Miami. So get all of your Washington Redskins into your lineups. Uh, I am in a big money league, and because of the bye weeks that are taking place, I'm even going to play Paul richardson in a league is that is that crazy uh that is not crazy and i'm glad you brought this up because it is worth noting um i mean are you crazy enough to go adrian peterson even yes yeah i I have them ranked pretty much back to back i have adrian peterson um he's around 26 and chris thompson around 28 i haven't finalized my rankings but uh chris thompson's definitely safer adrian peterson would you be shocked if he goes off for two touchdowns that's what i'm saying would i mean this is a first of all and we could talk about this in a second no, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes two touchdowns. Is he going to get the you know 130 yards that most running backs get out of Miami? Probably not. But uh, they're going to have the opportunity to score on both sides of the ball, I think. I think yep. uh, this is going to be the highest scoring game for the Dolphins offensively. The over-under in Vegas is 41 points. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, I I really like the Redskins here. Uh, the Redskins running backs, at least. Paul Richardson is a little crazy. I I calling him a sit as a flex worthy yeah okay. exactly if you're i mean you're you're so here's the deal let's, let's focus on chris thompson just because that's who we started with sure. these are people i feel comfortable starting chris thompson over in week six uh royce freeman Kenyon drake um mm-hmm. I'm not sure i'm not going to go that far Lashawn mccoy mm-hmm. duke johnson uh peyton barber miles sanders Tevin like Coleman? I, no, no. Tevin Coleman, 
uh, led the 49ers in rush attempts. Um, he looked really, really good coming off that injury. Now that, that's the number one. The 49ers are averaging 200 rush yards per game. Even right without, now, so. uh, how's, uh, what's the deal with, uh, Jessic? Uh, so juice check or use check. Um, he is out four to six weeks and so is Mike McGlinchey, their right tackle. So now they're without their left tackle, right tackle and fullback. But here's the deal. The people that they've put in Daniel Brunskill on the right side, uh, AAF hero from, uh, that short league and then even Justin School on the left side they're both great run blockers now they're not as good as Staley or McGlinchey but uh, the running game's not going to be affected near as much as the passing game will be so yeah. uh, they're going to run they're leading the NFL in rush attempts so the volume's going to be there good deal all right uh sounds good you know what okay so talk about the other side of the ball then since we start off in this game and it is kind of juicy different you know offensively definitely not defensively but uh Kenyon Drake um, Washington is porous as well against the run. I mean, one of the one of the worst in the league here. So, are you taking a stab at Kenyon Drake, say, over guys like Jordan Howard against Minnesota and Ronald Jones against Carolina? I, it's it's rough because you know Kenyon Drake. He's getting a little bit of work now. They are coming off of a bye. But the last time we saw him in week four, he did get nine rushing attempts and three receptions. Now, the Washington defense is not near as bad as the Miami defense. So sure. I'm going to stay away from him. Um, okay. Now, I don't mind if you're in a tough situation. Obviously, you can play him. But I have him way further below both of the Washington running backs. Okay. Uh, my start of the week – and, of course, when we're talking about assistant starts, guys, we're not talking about – you know. David Johnson and Nick, you know, and yeah. Zeke Elliott. And we're not talking about those guys. We're talking about like fringe RB2, RB3 type guys that you're going to have this discussion with. So my running back that we're going to talk about is Joe Mixon. He's playing Baltimore on paper. Baltimore seems like a pretty decent defense, but really they've given up a lot of yards to running backs. And uh, this is a pretty good matchup for, for Joe Mixon here. If uh, Cincinnati can keep the ball and hold on to it and uh, don't get blown out early. Uh, Joe Mixon, I think, is a good play as a as an RB two. Yeah, and you're looking at somebody that's had two good weeks and three awful weeks, right? Right. Um, and so, like, what is it that we're going to do with this guy? You've got to play him this week just because of the matchup. Uh, Baltimore's defense is not what everybody thought it was. Uh, so whatever you had in mind with Baltimore long term, this really tough defense. What? Oh, they signed Earl Thomas. No, they, they literally lost every linebacker on their team. Um, they're not a very good football team. They got off to the super hot shot start because they played three of the worst teams in the NFL, but it's going to keep getting bad. Now, they are playing Cincinnati, Baltimore, both bad teams, so this could turn into a little bit of a shootout because there's bad defenses on both sides. So, uh, yeah, you have to start Joe Mixon, and that's the thing. If you got Joe Mixon, you took him in the first or second round. You're not going to be able to bench that guy yet. Um, so if, if Joe Mixon has a great game here, package that guy and sell him as soon as that game ends um, because it's going to be a rough year for all of Cincinnati's uh, players. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon is going to be the guy that he's going to play good with good matchups, and he's not going to be very good with the, the iffy ones. So those are my running back. Th those are our running backs there. Uh, guys that I would start uh, Joe Mixon over that you know maybe you wouldn't think about. I'd probably start him over. Uh, I'd start him over. Is it crazy to start him over Austin Eckler this week? Yes. That's uh, that's kind of borderline. 
Uh, but guys, Damien Williams, I would start him over Damien Williams this week. Uh, I would consider starting him over James White, even though James White's playing against the Giants. Uh, just because of the matchup, I like Joe Mixon a little bit better. You disagree with all those? Yeah, it's close. I, I, it makes sense. I just I'm not a believer in that team. That it, the only reason why they're anybody's fantasy relevant on that team is trash. They're scoring touchdowns the last four minutes of the game, right. which counts. Sure. You know, we saw this with Blake Bortles and the Jaguars a few years ago. It still counts, and they're going to air it out. Uh, we'll see what happens. My favorite play on that team is Tyler Boyd. Uh, I I love me some Tyler Boyd. Yep. Um, but anyway, all right. All right. Uh, let's jump over to a new position. Let's go to the wide receiver. One of my favorite players. Um, one just because I'm really biased. Cortland Sutton uh, was very very high on before the NFL draft uh, last year. His rookie year wasn't the best, but he has come out just firing. Um, he's had at least seven targets in every single game for the Denver Broncos, and I think that he is a must-start from here on out. He has a difficult matchup in Week Six against the Tennessee Titans, who surrender. They're they're in the top ten as far as fewest points allowed to the wide receiver position. But um, I'm telling you this right now: go get Cortland Sutton wherever you can, and if you have him, he is a must-start. If you are only starting two wide receivers in your league, he needs to be one of them. Um, I love this guy going forward, and I really do believe um, he he's a steal right now. Try to get Cortland Sutton wherever you can. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like Cortland Sutton as well. Actually, I'm in a uh, guillotine league with some ESF listeners. If you guys don't know what that is, 18-team league uh, that basically eliminates one player in their entire roster every week, and it gets cut down every week. Um, it's, it's really fun stuff. So anyways, uh, every week you have awesome stuff on the waiver wire. Um, but I have Cortland Sutton and because there's so many teams now, I think what well, we're down to whatever, 12 teams now, but, uh, I have Cortland Sutton and I'm excited to play him this week. A couple other guys that you may be on the fringe playing. I'm still believing Juju Smith Schuster, regardless of the quarterback situation. Regardless, huh? Now I will say this, um, uh, Mason Rudolph did practice. He was cleared for practice today. He's not fully released from the concussion protocol with contact and stuff, but, there's no way they can play him this week, right? I wouldn't think so. I mean, and again, it's all optics, right? Like, you know, what we saw and how hard he got hit. We're, I mean, immediately we thought he's gone next week. But, hey, I mean, if if his brain is still functioning like he, it was before the game, you know, why not? He wants to. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Gallup is an interesting play this week playing against the Giants. Uh, yeah, pretty, Gallup looked good, man. He looked good. really good coming back. Uh, and you mentioned, I know you mentioned Paul Richardson, but of course, Terry McLaurin, um, you know, if, if you have any doubts, yeah, I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver. If he plays, right? So sure. if he's out there, you've got to play him. Um, he should be okay. And another player that I really like is Christian Kirk. Um, if he does play again, you've got to pay attention to this just because uh, he, he didn't play last week, but they were hoping that he would be ready to go and they're going against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, here's another thing that you have to take into context. Every single time you're starting, you're filling your lineup. Who the hell are they playing? If anybody is playing against a few different teams, you start them. Okay. Miami, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. Yep. Those four are your defenses. You know, we're, we're five weeks into this. 
We know. So yeah, now the we know. trends have been set, yep. and we have validation yep. that these teams suck at defense. Yep. <laughs> so those are the big four that we are taking advantage of throughout the entire year. Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Miami, Cincinnati, and in no particular order. If you see that matchup, play them. Yep. Um, get them in there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, cool. Um, my last question is – there's two – there's actually two questions here. Uh, one – Two players, one question. How about that? Uh, that should be a new segment. Two players, one question. Uh, two players, Those Stephon Diggs and OBJ. Both uh, are in the column of the fuck that guy um, routine that we do every week. But Odell Beckham and um, Stephon Diggs both fuck that guy. Stephon Diggs has a great matchup against Philadelphia. Um, at least for wide receivers he does. Minnesota is... I mean, I'm sorry, Philadelphia is a decent defense, and they played really well yet last week. But what are you doing with these two? Are you, Odell Beckham, you, you're going to have to write him out, right? You're going to have to start him and, and yeah, play Yeah, you got him, to. The right? one thing that you've got to say is this, okay? They're getting the ball to him. You know, if you looked at the 49ers game, which they got completely shut out, the the – First off, they win the toss, the Browns do, and they chose to receive the ball, which was suspect at best. Whatever, that's fine. Uh, very first play, they run a reverse pass with Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Second play of the game, and a screen to Odell Beckham. On that same drive, they run an out route to Odell Beckham. They are purposefully trying to find a way to get the ball to Odell Beckham, and the volume's going to be there. The talent is there. Uh, Baker Mayfield, why I do believe he is an absolute trash quarterback, has a great arm. He just is a one-read quarterback with no pass protection. So until they fix the pass protection, Baker can't be Baker. Um, but they didn't address it, so it's going to be a rough year. Odell Beckham's going against Seattle, which is a tough matchup. Now, you talked about Stephen Diggs. He has an amazing matchup, right? So Stephen Diggs is going against Philadelphia, which their secondary is just – it's its not good at all. They uh, give up the second most passing um, yards to the wide receiver in the NFL. So you love to play people against Philadelphia that are in the secondary. You don't want to play running backs against them. Now, Dalvin Cook, you play against anybody's matchup proof. But I would prefer to start Stephen Diggs this week than Odell Beckham. Now um, – even though Diggs is all the stuff that's been going on, um, he is still a fantasy viable wide receiver. And yeah, it's frustrating, but he's a wide receiver three this week. I, I don't mind that. Maybe a wide receiver two even sure. against Philadelphia. Okay. All right. Uh, so, oh, uh, one last guy. I won't really go into him. I know you mentioned Tampa Bay. That obviously mean, obviously means DJ Moore. I'm not so excited about Curtis Samuel as I was early uh, or I guess late preseason, but DJ Moore. I think is a is a pretty good play this week as a uh, flex opportunity. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, I'm very low on DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel just from players and the scheme and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah. again, they got Tampa Bay this week, so fire them both up. No problem with either one of them. I would start DJ Moore over Jarvis Landry. I'd start DJ Moore over Marvin Jones. Um, I'd start him over Emmanuel Sanders. DK I'd start Metcalf. him over. I am. Yeah, I probably would even though, this week. Even week. though get Metcalf against Cleveland, I, I think I'd still go more just because of the juicy defense. And yeah, and you don't know. You've got to wait and see. You know, Cleveland's been playing without their top two cornerbacks, so uh, they almost played this week. Greedy Williams and Ward, and so I, I think one of them will be back, uh, if not both of them. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's uh, before we move on to. The uh, we're going to do some tight ends and quarterbacks. We're halfway through. I do want to play this voicemail. 
and I would like to play it uh, with Christian around, but um, he is not. So uh, I hope that he's listening. And uh, I don't know. Uh, hold on, let me let me put this on speakerphone uh, because there you go. All right, just one second. And John, I want your reaction. All right, I haven't heard this. This message is for Christian. I really don't appreciate you saying all those things about my wife. Uh, I I really don't appreciate it. And now I got people that listen to the podcast and they're calling me and telling me that you're bashing my wife all the time about that, your mama. I really don't appreciate it. I wish you would stop it. Thank you. (laughs) The hell was that? Uh, that was my dad calling in to tell Christian to stop talking about my mom. Whoa. So Christian, uh, that was, Did you hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a call to the hotline. Hold on. Did you ask your father to do that? No. Your dad actually said, Hey, let me call into the hotline. Mm-hmm. His idea, his idea. So your dad listens to the podcast? Uh, apparently. I don't think he does. Um, he has, I know for sure. He has in the past because he's mentioned stuff. Uh, oh. often. Well, out of respect, I have made many a Debbie a comment um, in the past. I will try my hardest. He's going to – Oh, so many jokes right there. <laughs> oh, already. Gosh, so hard, Debbie. Um, oh, God, to- don't say that. No, that's what I'm saying. It's hard not to. No, you is just what said I'm it saying. Was, just told you said it was so hard, Debbie. It is hard not to make comments. That's what, what are you talking? Like, come on, Dale. Like, I'm behaving here. I'm just saying it's very difficult. Uh, oh. Another way for difficult is hard. You can use to not try not to use the word hard when you talk about my mom. Okay. What words are acceptable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Debbie. <laughs> I will be kind to you on the air. Uh, anyways, uh, I thought that was a good voice. <laughs> Let's talk about oh. some tight ends. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, <laughs> thanks, Debbie. Nice segue. I'll get into that one. You, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, probably one of the biggest surprises, not really a surprise, we told you all offseason to go get this guy, Austin Hooper. Yep. Oh, man, he is... There's really not a difference. The the tier for the elite tight end has expanded. Okay, um, you know, obviously Kelsey Kittle Ertz, but now I think that you have to add in Evan Ingram, Mark Andrews, and Austin Hooper. I think that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Those are the tight ends that just no matter what they're matchup proof. But if you look at Austin Hooper this week against the Arizona Cardinals, who give up the most fantasy points to the tight end, goodness. Um, I'm going to have Hooper in a lot of DFS this week. Yep. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, Will Disley has a good matchup. Um, I don't I don't mind starting Will Disley if you have him. How, how could you not start that guy? Yeah. I, I had him in one league where I had Kittle and Disley. I just got Disley off the waiver wire. Um, I ended up trading Disley, Wayne Gallman, and like a first rounder for uh, DeAndre Hopkins in a dynasty league. Like you, you just got to – you got to capitalize on that because this guy's averaging almost a touchdown a game from the tight end position. So, yeah, you got to play him. Yep. 
I uh, let's see, Will Disley uh, last few games, seven targets, eight targets, and four targets last week. Uh, when you're uh, for me, when I'm and tell me if I'm wrong here, but if I'm talking about tight ends, I'm really looking at the target share and how much they're actually getting the volume, just like how you kind of how you would do running backs and you know inside the twenty. Uh, I look a lot look look at a lot like targets and and make sure that um at least they're getting the volume to to produce. Yeah. If you want to be absolutely crazy, you could go with the Jeremy Sprinkle play, uh, staying with the Washington versus Miami. First thing you got to do is make sure that um, Davis is out again. But if Sprinkle is the starting tight end against the Miami Dolphins, not a bad play, and he's probably available in every league. Okay. Say, uh, hypothetically, I'm asking for a friend. I have O.J. Howard. Or no, not I'm asking for a friend. So my friend has O.J. Howard, and uh, – He's hitting the waiver wire. He's just given up on OJ Howard. Um, he said, "Fuck that guy." Where's Where's he looking at on the waiver wire? Say the top fourteen tight ends are are gone. Okay. What What's a fifteen through twenty four tight end that I could say, "Hey, I could start this guy and be might be okay." I have one guy in mind, but you tell me who. Okay, you so you're gonna be streaming. Okay, excuse me, I'm about to die. <clears throat> you're going to be streaming week to week, and it's going to change. If Noah Fant's available, I'm jumping on him. Jordan Atkins, who probably isn't available because he had that two-touchdown game. If uh, These are all options that are out there. Chris Herndon would be a guy, I would say, but he pulled his hamstring. Uh, <laughs> so he just got through his suspension, and then his hamstring tightened up on him. He might be out for a while still. Um, but those are some guys I'm looking at. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention Noah Fant. I think that's a good kind of shot in the dark if you're really looking for somebody. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones might not be horrible if he's still out there. Um, True. I, 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 again, we're talking about shots in the dark. I mean, if you're streaming tight ends and you're really, uh, I, in this league in particular, I have OJ Howard and it's like, there's nothing out there. And it's like, I'm really digging deep and I think I picked up Noah Fant, but that's, that it's, it's hard. It's, it's really bad out there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, it, it this is kind of what you got to do. You, you've got to play the matchups, try to predict volume, focus on over-unders uh, that Vegas puts out. That's always going to help you out considerably. So uh, that, that's where you're going to find that. Sure. Uh, Gerald Everett against your 49ers this week. Any shot? Any scores? Yeah, there's there's a shot, but I mean nobody's scoring against the 49ers right now. So mm. obviously the you know the Rams offense is legit, but the, the tight end position has had zero success against the 49ers. So we'll have to see what happens there. But you're, you're an easy guy to like until you start talking about the 49ers, and it's like right? oh man, I hate you so much, and especially that they're winning so much. Like, I mean they're just yeah, four and zero. Nobody's scoring against the Niners. You, well, that's the thing. So here's the, you have to look at it. You, I used to tell everybody to start whatever running back was playing the 49ers. You had to start them for three years because they allowed the most rushing touchdowns like uh, I think in the past decade, two years ago. Did you say the most but rushing touchdowns? Rushing touchdowns. Like by Russian players? It's about to rush yeah. over to your house. <laughs> I just said I wasn't going to talk about your mom, and now you're going to you said rush. You said Russian running backs, Russian players. I don't even know any Russian NFL players. Guess where I'm going to be rushing to. <laughs> go. <laughs> you want me to go rush to your mom's house? Yeah, keep talking. Go. <laughs> anyway, uh, take that for what you will. But um, 
<clears throat> yeah, you, you just you've got to play those matchups. And the 49ers, their defense is legit. Uh, their offense might not be without those three key starters, but that defense is for real. Yeah. Uh, there is a guy named Igor Olashansky. He played for the Cowboys and the Dolphins, and he was drafted by the Chargers actually in 2004. Uh, that is the last Russian NFL player that I can find. So if you're looking for Russian players um, against the 49ers, um, Igor, I don't think is playing anymore, but he was a good Russian Russian player that John is talking about here. All right. All right. Let's talk about quarterbacks and uh, let's let's give the guy let's give the folks what they need. The, the folks, what they need. All right. So quarterback positions, interesting, uh, this week, cause we've got four teams that are out on by. Um, now there's some guys that are just 100% matchup proof and you start every week. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Westbrook, Matt Ryan. Those guys are your must starts fantasy wise. Now after that, there are some plays this week that you can get by with that are wonderful and they're probably available on your waiver wire. Guys like Kyle Allen. Guys like Case Keenum that just have these wonderful matchups, and they're going to generate points, and they're free. Case Keenum should not be owned in any one quarterback league. If you're on a super flex, then that's another thing. But it seems like he is going to be the guy to get the start. Mm-hmm. Um, any any of those two, again, they're absolutely free. If you want to get real freaky, um, real freaky naughty, uh, what's that from, dodgeball? I, yeah, that's yeah. dodgeball. Uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, you start him against Washington. That's another option. So lots of – if you're rostering two or three quarterbacks in a one QB league, you're dumb because there's so much stuff that's out there. Um, there's so much stuff that's out there. And you don't want to start people like, like Jameis Winston, who I love for fantasy purposes, playing against Carolina. Carolina has been stout against um, the pass. And with Jameis Winston and the pressure that Carolina has been – been putting on he's going to have a lot of sacks and a lot of interceptions so that's one of those plays you maybe you start him every single week that's fine but you know Jameis Winston's going to have a five or a ten point game or even a negative point game at some point this season this is starting to look like that might be one of those games yep and I know we keep talking about the stupid Carolina Tampa Bay game but there is a lot of fantasy implications here and Kyle Allen is not a bad streamer here uh, if if you're looking, maybe maybe you've already picked them up, but uh, good matchup obviously with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and again, you know, you want to focus on games, and I do want to just take a second to talk about Nitrogen Sports for a second because if you head over to, sorry, <clears throat> my uh, this is my fourth podcast today, by the way, so I'm a little tired. But um, if you head over to Nitrogen Sports. Go to eatsleepfantasy.com, click on the banner, and my bet that I absolutely love this week is the over-under play of the Falcons versus the Cardinals, and here's why. Two of the worst defenses in the NFL. Two of the most pass-happy offenses in the NFL, which means the clock is going to stop. The game is going to be prolonged. Uh, you know, we, we talked about last week on the podcast the Cardinals versus the Bengals to take the over, and it looked like they weren't going to cover it because the they were like one for eight in the red zone combined, and then they scored 20 points in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. So if you bet that with us, uh, you made some money, so congratulations. This is the over bet that I'm taking. It's 51 points right now uh, for the Falcons and the Cardinals. And again, terrible defenses, pass-happy offenses, recipe for success. I am playing the over in this game, so uh, over on Nitrogen Sports 
yeah, join me. Make yep. some money with me. Yep, go to the site, eatsleepfantasy.com, click on the banner for Nitrogen Sports. Uh, I am going to have Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan in my top five this week. It may be crazy, may be bold, I don't know, but um, I, bo- I have them both in the top five. So if that means anything to you guys uh, for their pass catchers and just both offenses in total. So um, uh, Kyler Murray is actually probably my start of the week. I love Kyler Murray. If if you have options and you have Kyler Murray, I'd go Kyler Murray almost every time. It's just the rushing. That's the thing that people don't understand. It's a it's um, it's a eight to ten point bonus. I mean, or seven. I, I I would say seven to ten point bonus every single week. Yep. I mean that's that's awesome. I mean that's an extra touchdown. Some in some leagues touchdown and a half. So, for sure, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, John, we did a quick st- starts. If you guys have any questions about the rankings, you can always go to our site. They're going to be published. We do like the first big publish on Thursday afternoons uh, around noon or so. That's when we really throw everything out all at once. So uh, when you guys are listening to this, if you could just go to the website, click rankings. If you don't have an account, sign up. It's free. If you do, you get right into the rankings section, and you can see mine and John's along with Christian's and Armando's and some of our contributors, including Clayton and JJ, I think. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. Also, uh, Good luck week six. Hit us yeah. up on social media. Let us know what you want, what, what you need, and we'll help you out. Good, John? Yeah, yeah. For John Chapman, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.